This podcast is presented by the Earth Hotel. Last week on Whose Turn Is It? The gang discovered themselves in a puzzle trap set by Wes for our old dark wizard nemesis, Mr. Big. Wes has decided to beat the lich at his own game by creating a world in a game system, Shadowrun, and seizing the means of interdimensional travel for the party in a grand heist to get the Blahs back home. Last we joined them in the cyberpunk alternate future Birmingham, Team Glamrock with Dash and Alex were headed to the Nick to scope out some music and gear prospects, and the dwarf duo of Dottie and Jackie, Team Netscape, were on their way to access some public records in preparation for the big job. Together, they are the underground team of the Jeeves, setting out into the rainy dystopian city in Whose Turn Is It? Netrunner's Edition. Join Team Netscape and Rue to the Birmingham Public Library. Gee, Dottie, it's right around the corner. We should, <laughs> should head over there. Do you think this is just what Wes thinks we look like? Like, is this just what he sees when he looks at us? Isn't that what everybody does? That's fair. You guys, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Hello? We can hear you, bud. We can hear you, God. All right, great. Yeah, uh, you can keep on doing that if you want to. No, I'm not I'm just talking you to you over comms. So, as you're making your way down to the public library, you realize that, um... The public library is looking pretty run down. Looks shabby. It's almost like people stopped going to public libraries because they were finding access to literature and books and research on their handheld devices. That's a crime. I wonder if the books smell the same. People like the smell of books. You guys come to the corner of 10th Place and 20th Street, which is underneath a major freeway, which is in itself underneath a major freeway which is in itself under a bunch of buildings. So uh, all the rain is kind of pouring down through gutters. It's dark, lit by neon signs. One of them says, books. <laughs> Book house. <laughs> you come to the front double doors that have what seems to be plywood covering them. You notice that there's a slot in the plywood, like a speakeasy door, but the glass on the outside looks like it's had bricks and rocks thrown through it. Still open. Open for business. Yeah, I'll try and open this door. Uh, the door is locked. As you try to open it and you use your dwarfish stoutness to open up the door, give me a strength check. Let's go strength plus athletics. Yeah. Can I get All another right. and help him? Uh, yeah, totally. That's 13. 15. You guys go and tug on the door, tug on the door, and then finally it just pops open with a uh, crunch like you've broken a wooden board. Splinters fly everywhere. The doors fly open. You almost get knocked back into the street. I use air quotes around that because it's mostly just a place where people sleep now. A cloud of dust whoops out. My allergies. What's inside? Give me a perception check. 11. 12. As you look inside, it's, it's kind of dark, but you have thermographic vision, both of you. So it doesn't bother you too much. It looks like a pristine library. Some places where water is coming through the ceiling, but for the most part, it's just covered in dust. There is a bluish-white glow coming from the back, which you would assume is the computer pool. 
I don't know how you feel about what all this does, but uh, I want to see if I can do something about that. Can I summon a spirit? Oh, yeah, okay. Let's go with summoning. Essence and summoning. Essence and summoning. Are we about to do some sorcerer's apprentice type shit? Yeah. Can I name the spirit as well? Oh, yes, of course. Jerry. Jerry. Okay. <laughs> Six. Twelve. Eighteen. Okay, yeah, you got it. Jackie, you turn and you see Dottie stop, and his fingerprints are kind of splayed out in a very dramatic fashion. All of a sudden, lightning starts crackling at his fingertips. You start seeing circuitry and lights that didn't used to have power start flicking on and off, on and off, on and off. And then there's a pop. He is a spirit of air, right? Yeah. You guys are kind of standing there looking for something to happen. Dottie. Uh, hey, Jerry. Um, it's great meeting you. You pulled me from my reruns. Yeah, yep. Uh, you see all this dust and all this shit? Yeah. Can you get rid of it? Did you literally summon me just to clean up some dust in this library? Uh, I mean, we're on good terms. <sighs> Your wish is my command. I'm asking. All right, yeah, fine, I'm telling. <laughs> Sorry, I just watched a Disney movie involving a magic lamp a while ago. You can go back to it. You see him go around the room pretty quickly. Dottie is kind of dancing around, even though he doesn't need to. Thrusting into the air. This air spirit, which you see it comes from behind you, looks almost like a glistening tornado, almost a cyclone that's kind of moving through. And then it splits into smaller ones and it starts cleaning up the dust. And after a while, you kind of have to cover your eyes because it's whipping around a lot of stuff. Books are kind of flying open. Stuff's flying off the shelves. And then once it's done, after about four minutes, there is a pile of dust neatly in the middle of the floor. That should make it easier. Thanks for your ghost help. No problem, Jackie. Get out of here. You can go away. Thank you. By the way, Dottie, we need more Tide Pods for the washing machine. Uh, well, with what you just showed me, you can clean the goddamn dishes yourself. Fine. <laughs> so now that we're not all sneezy, can we, uh, can we check out where we're supposed to be looking at? Yeah. You guys uh, make your way through the shelves of books. It's almost like everything has been set aside when it was in our time, 2018. There's a kid's area, and then there's a row of about six computers, and you see one on at the end. Give me a perception check with intuition. Uh, that'll be a 15. 20. As you come around the side of where the computer pool is, you guys kind of notice some movement in the corner of your eye towards the bathrooms where they'd be. Jackie, you do notice over in the kids' area, there seems to be a sleeping bag with a bunch of empty cans and books kind of stacked up. The last computer is on, even though there doesn't seem to be any other electronics on in the area, and it is on the uh, Wikipedia page for Witches of Eastwick. Jack Nicholson's been here. Hmm. Uh, can I do a logic test? Just to see. I'm trying to see um, where a person would hide. Got it. 25. You're pretty well-versed in these kind of things. Yeah, hiding Tactics in libraries. And everything yeah. like that. You know that under the uh, wooden train tracks thing in the kids' section would be a good place to hide. In the bathrooms would be a good place to hide. Maybe if there's an office or in the ceiling itself, if somebody could keep quiet long enough, especially if they've spent enough time in this building. Jackie, you want to check out the computer while I have a look around? Well, I was going to say I got a motion sensor if you wanted to use that and figure out what he's doing if someone's here. 
Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to ready my gun. Yeah, it's just going to uh, give you a modifier to another perception check. Okay, I'll do that with the motion sensor. Let's go plus five. 32. You um, start sweeping the area, kind of like it's aliens with a smart gun, and you see there is a blip coming towards from the men's restroom. Let's catch him with his pants down. <laughs> yeah, let's do this. I'm pretty sure he knows we're here, so I'm going to go in loud. Just go ahead and cast Shatter on the door. Got it. Okay. Give me your magic and resonance plus your spell casting. While he's doing that, can I set up in a sneaky position around the corner? Yeah, go ahead and give me a stealth check for that. Stealth plus agility. Nine. Fifty. Jackie, you make your way. Uh, are you readying your weapon? Yeah, I'm going to pull a survival knife out. Got it. You start sneaking kind of serpentine up towards the door. Dottie, you hold your hand up towards the door. You take your other hand and you go to smack it like that as you're casting your spell. But as a Technomancer, you notice that the exit sign that's near the door starts glowing brightly. And then the wiring that goes through starts popping along the wall where it's wired in. And then it goes towards the door and it takes all that energy and blows it off its hinges. Jackie, you're around it, and you just hear a, Oh, please, please, no, no, no. He seems harmless. Do you know the Dewey Decimal System? Um, there was a time, yes. All right, he's a librarian. You're gonna have to pay for that door. No, we're not. Fair enough. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) You see the man come out slowly. He was holding a Encyclopedia Britannica (laughs) as like a weapon. Nerd. He's wearing ratty, like, moth-bitten sweater vest. Has, like, that Doc Brown kind of hair going on. So is this place actually open? Technically, yes. Now it is. But it hasn't had visitors in a long time. Got it. Ooh. Can I help you two fine folk? Yeah, we're looking for uh, building plan archives. Oh. Building archives. Hmm. Well... We can look that up on the internet, or we can go through the references section. You take internet, I'll take reference. Sure. Cool. Can my buddy here use the computer? Do you have a library card? Yes. I brandish my blade in front of him. It says, yeah, yeah, you can swipe it wherever you like. Uh, give me intimidation if you have it. No, I do not. Okay, then it's going to be a, uh, let's make it strength deception check along with charisma 11 sweet four (laughs) i don't think you're a narcissist and as soon as you do that oh wait no no that's fine you uh what are you doing it's an old man i'm crazy i'll do it too i'm helpless and old but yes please use the internet yeah put it on my bill i got about six thousand dollars in library debts by this point We'll leave her alone. You and I are going to get out of references. Okay, but we're going to have to go down to the basement. That's fine. Are, do you have a problem with the basement? Uh, it's got rats. Uh, you go first, then. Okay. <laughs> Just use your weapon. Words have power. Come on. Talk him out of attacking you. He keeps the Encyclopedia Britannica <laughs> under his arm, grabs like this flashlight from his sleeping bag in the kids' area, and starts heading towards a door towards the back corner on the opposite side of the bathrooms. Jackie, you sit down at the computer. It is on the Wikipedia page for the Witches of Eastwick. I'm going to close that down. Yeah. For sure. 
I'm going to make a general search for the building plans that we're looking for. It's going to be logic plus a electronics or computer skill. I got software and hacking. Okay, go ahead and roll software. 19. Pretty quickly, you just get on the internet and you just type up Birmingham Architectural Archives. You come to the homepage and it has a search bar. You type in blueprints for Vestavia Hills Estate. It's asking for a login. I guess I'm going to have to do some kind of hacking stuff here at this point. We're about to head into the, the, the Matrix, as Shadowrun calls it, real quick. So I'm going to have you roll me a logic plus hacking real quick. 15. You have AR, right? Yes, I got AR gloves. So you put on your AR gloves and you bring up your hacking software. Mm -hmm. There's a cord that you will out that you plug into your wrist where your AR gloves are at. And you take that cord and you plug it into a USB port in the computer. Your vision is lit up with your gloves. You're still in the library, but it's like you're in a hallway. There is a door just about five feet in front of you. Behind you, you see binary compiling and decompiling, shifting numbers. You know that this is in the matrix. Go ahead and give me another hacking check. 20, 20, 20. It's just your basic entry level. So as you quickly start searching through, you sift through, you find a basic login for somebody that has logged in before on this system from way back. You open up the door and you step through. It's a basic hallway. There are a lot of bookshelves filled with what seems to be files, records, maps, blueprints on them. But you see frequently there are some red gates intermittently between shelves. Mm -hmm. Do you have any bonuses against firewall or anything like that? I don't think so. I don't think so. We're going to roll initiative. So you're going to have your roll your initiative, and I'm going to roll firewalls initiative, and we're going to see how things happen. 24. 24. You definitely go first. You come up to the first firewall, you see a keypad on one of the shelves. It's just basic fast food places and everything that you're at. Go ahead and give me another hacking check. 23. You get through that firewall pretty effectively. As you're going through, you do see what looks like a security guard, but he's kind of flickering like it's a hologram, walking towards you at semi-slow pace. They haven't noticed you yet. <laughs> you're moving forward towards the uh, hallway. You notice that he's walking by an area that says private residences for Vestavia Hills. It's in the end of the hallway. Dottie. The librarian. Hey, what's your name? Oh, my name. My name is Robert Anderson. All right, Robbie. Where are we going down here? Okay, so I had to move some of the reference section down in the basement because there was a lot of water damage in the roof, and I'm not able to afford to fix it. He takes out, like, a key ring, opens up the door, creaks open, and you see there are stairs going down. He uh, flicks a light, and the light comes on, and it's not that great of a light. Motions towards you to follow him. He starts going down the stairs, creaky, into a tunnel that has pipes along the wall. There should be a light every six feet down this hallway, but it seems like every other one is broken. Where's the fuse box, Rob? Um, the reference section is down here to the left, but the control room for all the electricity of the building should be to the right. I keep things turned off because there's not a lot of traffic and keeps my bills down. We're going there first. Uh, if you say so. He starts making his way, talking about some of his favorite books that he's been reading. You're getting kind of a feel of the uh, Twilight Zone episode. You know, I have all the time in the world, just me and my books. Give me a perception check. 
Oh, yeah, that's a four. Yeah. <laughs> you don't hear any skittering or anything like that. No noise, just him talking, and then he stops talking. You don't really realize it because you're just kind of caught up in why there's not a lot of lights, and you bump into the back of him. Oh, oh. Uh, why'd you stop, bud? The rats. Don't you hear them? Now that you've stopped to hear them, you can hear some skittering. Sounds like it's within the walls. That's cute. How far away is the control room? Uh, it's just about six feet ahead, and then you take the door to the right. Is it safe in there? I haven't been down there in about a week. All right, then I'm going to do two things. One, how much do you spend on your power each month? Oh, well, taking away, you know, with everything, other bills, 1,200 new yen a month. Got it. All right. And then I'm going to sort of grab him by the waist, because I'm short. Okay. <laughs> and turn him around and say, just run back up. Upstairs? Yeah. But what about you? I'm good. I don't think I can leave you down here by myself. No, that's super easy. You can just walk away. That's You did it all by yourself. Are you sure? Yeah. Just give me your keys, and I'll be right back up. Roll a persuasion check. That's two. He looks at you, and he's like, he takes one key off the key I'm ring. going to take out 400 million that I have in cash, because I'm paranoid of having it in any electrical yeah. form. Uh, I'm going to hold out five for the key that he hands me, and it's like, you can have the rest if you just hand me the rest of the keys. He just shoves the key ring in your chest right, and grabs the money and starts waddling back upstairs. Pocket those and I'll uh, I'll ready my gun as I, I go got forward. It. You go forward about six feet and you come to the control room. You put the key in, unlock it, mm-hmm. open the door slowly. Jackie. You have to make your way through another one and then that security guard. So how initiative works in Shadowrun is whatever you roll, we subtract ten from it. And whoever has the most left over gets to go again. So you do get to go again. Okay. 20. 20. Oh, yeah. You just beat it. Takes you a little bit more time, but you get through it. Now, this is the part where it gets kind of tricky. Since that is an act of security, there's combat involved. But you're going to be doing combat, but you're going to be rolling with your logic instead of like strength or dexterity yes yes and then with your weapons attack like whatever your weapon skill is with like whether it be bladed or small arms you get through that he is going to give a perception check to you just because you are close enough he starts to notice you you see like a red flashing light come above his uh head as he starts towards you as he gets up close to you you get one more attack because your initiative is still open if you wish to attack him so logic plus logic cyber combat 40 40 okay all right well he's going in the option to defend yeah he got an 18 so he's going to roll his logic plus his device rating and that'll be the damage that it takes in a augmented reality fashion, you take your cyber knife, dip down low, slash him at his legs. He goes to hit over you, and then you just stab it straight through the jugular, and it just breaks apart in binary. Dottie, you open up the door. Give me a perception check. Oh, man, I'm good at this. Yeah, it's uh, 13. As you scan across the room, it's dark in here. you still got your thermovision. You do see the light of the fuse box, where there's like some green lights for stuff that's on, some red lights for off, and it's a normal switch pump system. 
You do notice there is a shape in the corner of the room opposite from it that looks like a bunch of tattered rags, some books, bundles of sticks, and garbage all kind of piled up in the corner. There's a computer that's off at a desk, and it kind of smells like mold and trash down here. Can I do a resummon? Yeah. Jerry? Go ahead and give me that uh, that summoning and magic and resonance. 52. Oh, wow. All right, yeah. Click of your fingers, and you see coming up from one of the USB ports of the computer in the corner, a quick little... And then a nice little cyclone kind of comes out of it and sits there. Hey, bud, sorry to do this so quick. we got to pay the bills. Daddy. I was watching Sex in the City. Oh, God. No, we're not doing this. Don't go down this road. It's a bad road. I know. What do you need? Uh, I'm going to have you run guard on me for a bit. Okay. Interference, like that one time at Target when you were trying to get food for Thanksgiving and that old lady wanted it. Don't need the whole thing. I remember. Got it. Can you do one thing real quick? Can you check that bundle over there? That bundle over there in the corner? Yeah, the one with sticks and books and shit. Do you want me to destroy it? Uh, no. I'm going to cast Animate. I want you to take a physical guardian. Okay. So what you're doing essentially is you are animating something for him to... To inhabit. To inhabit, to protect you. Excellent. (laughs) 52. You point at that and snap your fingers, and he's like, Oh, it's so dirty. And he starts cycloning his way over there, and he pops into it. You do see like some dust. There's like a nice little trail of dust where it's clean from where it's going. And you see him pop into the bundles of rag and sticks, form this kind of trash homunculus. We'll get you a better body eventually, but uh, I'm pretty sure we might get ambushed. So I want you to be in fighting spirit. This is embarrassing. Yeah, but no one's here to see it. I won't tell. I wonder if other air spirits get treated like this. Probably get treated worse. All right, so you have uh, Jerry on guard. So I'm going to walk over to the fuse box and do an electrical engineering to try and uh, get power to the main power station on there. Give me that logic plus electrical engineering. 40. So you go over, and you notice that kind of an old system. Once you flip something on, it's going to take turning something else off. Is there other lines linked into this power station? There are. Are those lines active? To an extent. There's buzzing around it, like there's ability for power to go through, but it's not exactly turned on yet. Now, you could get more lines active on this without having to trade something off, but you would have to be continually pumping the pump system to keep it electrically active, almost like a hand crank generator. Jerry, come back over here. I need you to push on this. They're skittering in the walls. Oh, fuck. Yeah, no, stay over there. <laughs> I can do one thing at a time. Stay over, stay over there. Yeah, uh, we're going to try and do a multitask on this. Oh, okay. And keep that pumped while I reroute other systems not from the library. Let's do strength plus electrical engineering. 34. You're able to keep that pumping in a correct amount of time that you're flowing. And so you're going to try to subset, reroute some systems? From other sources. So when we were coming to the library, were there other businesses nearby? There was an old rundown Korean church. There's an AR and VR store. That's like cheap knockoff AR and VR. Pretty sure there's still a bank here. An active ATM, though. Yeah, yeah, there's an active ATM, yeah. All right, we're going to try and siphon off about 30% of power from that and 30% of power from the church. So what I'm going to have you do is you're going to give me a logic test, spellcasting as well. 45. You start 
rerouting some things. Your eyes kind of gloss over as you're starting to feel the wires around you and you feel just down the street from an ATM and you start siphoning power from that, which is helping a little bit. You're getting some more subsystems. Jackie, give me one less hacking with logic. 25. So you break through it, no problem, and you get to the last little area that you need and you see the file like it's on display on a podium for you now what you're gonna have to do is it's too big of a file for you to carry on just your AR glove so you're gonna have to compile it into a smaller file and then decompile it later so I'm gonna need you to give me do you have a compiling or decompiling I do not if I can get the power stations computer back on can you move it down here because I'm in a situation where I can't really leave and maintain bodily security yeah, we can do that. You're yeah. rerouting power to the computer terminal down there? Yeah. It clicks on. It's loading up. Jackie, I'm going to need you to give me a software plus logic roll to see if you can find a way to take the file and move it to the different terminal that is connected on the same network. 22. 22. Yeah, you do it no problem. You move it out to the other terminal. You hear behind you as it moves, there is a pop-up window, and you hear... Hurry, Dante. More skittering. Jackie, it's getting touch and go down here. Can you get down here? Down the stairs, door to the right. You pass by the librarian, Jackie, as you're hustling. Your friend is down there, and he seems like he might need some help. You hustle your way down there. There's lights that are kind of, like, burning bright intensely. As you turn to the room that he told you where it's at, you see a trash homunculus that has glowing, like, electrical eyes, and you see Dottie with his hand continually pumping at this electrical station, and he has his other hand pointed at the computer, trying to, like, move files. Dottie, give me a resonance and compiling. Uh, uh, give me essence instead of resonance, actually. 58. It takes you a quick second. Jackie, you have your USB stick you put in the USB port. Go ahead and give me a logic and software roll. You hear some skittering coming from down the hall. We must go now! Jerry, attack. You've got it, boss. Jerry runs out the door. <laughs> 23. Yeah, it's taking some time to download over to your USB port, but it, you've got, like, some software on it that makes it a faster download, especially since it's compiled. You just hear, like, some bones crunching and, like, trash and, like, twigs snapping <laughs> over. Take that. Oh, take that. How's it going, Jerry? It's going fine. Working out that uh, repression. Jackie, the file's complete. You are smart enough to hit eject USB device before yep. you just pull it out. Mm -hmm. God, by this point. You let go. Yeah. The computer terminal shuts down. You guys turn around and you just see a giant rat staring at you. And Jerry is like, one got by. And it just looks at you with these like dead black eyes. Gets on its back haunches and just goes. Big rat. Hey there, all of our beautiful, gorgeous, intelligent, wonderful personality-filled listeners out there in Very Radio sexy. Land. Very sexy. Uh, yes, uh, we love all of you. Uh, we are here to talk to you about Kraken Dice. Kraken Dice is a great company that has a multitude of dice that you can choose to buy from, whether they be made out of metal, plastic, or stone. They have excellent colors, any kind of range of colors. You know, they're used in such shows as Critical Role. I've seen them in Critical Role. Acquisitions Incorporated. I haven't seen them in that. Dice Camera Action. A lot of the different players that you know and love from different shows and other podcasts, they use Kraken Dice. Uh, it is one of the premier 
dice companies out there right now. If you uh, go to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash WTII, and you make a donation of any tier at all, you will win your very own Kraken dice set based off of our Seven Deadly Sins arc. I have looked through all of their colors, and there is definitely a a set that matches with, you know, all the fiery sensations of sin and such. Go ahead and get rolling, guys. Krakendice.com. We come to with Dash and Alex making their way out of Marty's. Rain is still as hard as ever. Seems to never stop raining here in Birmingham, Alabama. You have to make your way to the Nick. Now, it's not just around the corner like the library. How do you plan on getting there? We're going to take a hitch. All right. says that uh, Ponsonby is on his way. takes about five minutes to hover car. Settles down. Gangplank comes out to where Chad is sitting on his stool playing whatever puzzle quest game he is. The door opens up and there's a lot of smoke that rolls out. You uh, get in and you notice that as the door closes, there's no windows. Like it's just a flat metal door? Flat metal door. There seems to be screens on the inside. Yeah. You notice that the guy's sunglasses seem almost like they're wired in to where his eyes are. And he's got a cable going into the car. Are you able to see the entire interior of the car? Is that what this does? I haven't been able to see since I was a little kid. Oh. Okay. Alright, so you go into the Nick? Yes. Alright, okay. Hold on. Quick drive. One takes about eight minutes. With traffic going on, it's prime nighttime for activities and stuff in the area. He seems to be a pretty good driver for being blind. A blind guy. He seems pretty, pretty good at driving. Is your sight wired into the car? Look, man, when you're blind, you gotta take whatever you can to help out, alright? People get augments. Some people don't have the luxury of having the two own eyes, all right, troll? Okay, that's... that wasn't necessary. I'm not offended, but other people might be offended. That's... that's rude. Uh, listen, uh, are you, uh... are you able to, you know, keep quiet if, uh, if I were to, you know, let you in on something we're working on? Look, man, I'm paid to drive, not to rat out people to the cops, all right? So if we pay you to drive, you'll drive? I'll drive, yeah. That's what I do. I'm, I'm working for Hitch, right? Can you turn off the Hitch? I mean, yeah, I make my own hours. It's actually pretty great. Like, I can work my side job sometimes, and then I can also do this if I need extra cash. It's actually pretty, pretty awesome to do this, all right? We're, uh, talking about doing a job here soon. Yeah. That may require a speedy getaway. All right, I'm listening. What are you doing? You like delivering papers or something? Not not quite that necessarily. Moving things. Yes, we are acquiring things and uh, transporting transporting them elsewhere. All right, look, I got a flat rate, ten thousand new yen. Ten thousand. Ten thousand. I take half up front and half from the job. We will discuss this with. Compatriots, uh, if you would kindly give me your contact information, I think we'll be in contact shortly. Uh, you notice the car has stopped. He takes his hand and he just floats it back, and then you get a blip on your comm that says contact added and just says Ponsonby. I'm gonna go ahead and get out of the, the hitch now. The door opens, gangplank comes out. You guys step out. It looks almost normal 
where the Nick's at, but you notice that there is a uh, bubble around it, like a dome. That's new. If you guys want to, you can roll me a history or a knowledge or something like that. I got city knowledge. Okay, go ahead and roll me a city knowledge with logic. 30. Yeah, okay. There is an ordinance in the city that was passed a couple of years back with the public parks, how they are, and they are a hub for families and children to hang out. There has to be a sort of a biodome covering them, keeping all the smog and everything else away from it. You'll notice that it's not raining here either. It's dry. There is artificial lighting in here, but it is not turned all the way up because it is nighttime to keep people on the same cycle. The Nick is bumping currently. There's a uh, punk band playing. You see a bunch of people hanging outside, smoking artificial cigarettes outside. Guess we should head in. Yeah. So as you head in, there are a bunch of people in here, all kind of bodies around together on stage. It looks like the normal Nick, except there's a little bit more like it's updated tech-wise, screen-wise, and everything like that. You go to walk in, and then you see a ID and membership card. And you turn to your right, and you see Chad. But he's like a hologram. What's up, Chad? Oh, you two guys are right here. Awesome. ID and Nick card, please. Do you do both of these at the same time? Look, man, you gotta make your money somehow, all right? I guess that, actually, that makes a lot of sense. If you could do both jobs at the same time, double your money. Wow, all right, good job. Thanks. All right, how much for the card? Five new yen. Cool. I show my ID and... He flashes it to you, now says, on your ID, Marty's membership, and the Nick Rock's membership. I will also. You make your way through the bodies. There's a bunch of people around here. You see a kind of short, purple-haired chick slinging drinks behind the bar, and then you see an angry, short, bald, bearded dwarf with a robotic leg and robotic arms. Comes up to you, and he's like, what are you having? I'll have a double rum and diet. Pick a shot of whiskey. All right, anything else? I get your drinks. You guys settle your tab. Just take away 10 new yen. 15 for you. I would like to roll perception and look around and see if I can see John Elrod. 38. A lot of people in here. Some people that you recognize. You don't see John Elrod, though. And he usually stands out. He's usually sitting at the bar, but you don't see him. Do I see anyone else? You can ask somebody. I mean, you can ask the bartenders. You can ask the door guy. You can ask just anybody. Uh, yeah, I'm going to flag down one of the bartenders. Same guy comes over, y'all on the same side of the bar. Yeah, what can I get you? You seen John Elrod tonight? Looks around. Why would I? Looks around again. He hasn't been around here for a long time, all right? He's looking kind of weird at you. Oh, my mistake. Yeah, I guess so. Goes back to making more drinks. With your perception is high enough, you uh, notice him go to the phone. It's like a headset, he puts it in his ear, and he seems to be on the phone with somebody looking back over towards you and Dash. Well, I don't think I have anything that would be able to hear him better from where I am. Can I try another perception to hear him, or...? Uh, yeah, it's gonna be a higher thing to hit. I will try, but it doesn't really... There's not much of a chance. 30? You don't pick up everything, but you do pick up him saying, uh... Asking about you. What do you want me to do to handle it? Don't you think that's a little bit excessive? All right. You see him hang up and he starts going back to doing his duties and everything like that behind the bar. I'm going to call him back over, motion to him. 
he looks at you, looks at the chick beside him. They're kind of looking at each other, and she's like squinting her eyes at the both of you. He comes back over. Look, you buying something, you're just going to be harassing me while I'm at my job right now. Well, I'll, I'll get another drink, but also, uh, I want to ask you, some friends asked me to, to find some, uh, some bitchin' tunes. I was wondering if you knew where Daikaiju is at the moment. They played here a few, uh, weeks back. You need to find the band themselves? Yeah. Well, they're on tour right now. Do you know where they are? Look, man, we live in a time and a place where you can pick up whatever you, I don't know why I'm telling you this but I guess I don't know like look you can hire a hologram if you need somebody to play a I can hire a hologram if you get kaiju look don't need anything he's making your drink do you have contact information I want to need you to roll like a persuasion or something like that or flash some money or something I don't have any physical money it is a charisma negotiation or intimidation oh I can roll you are the face. 58 for charisma negotiation. What do you say to him? Man, it would just really help us out if we could like get someone to help us get in touch with a hologram of them. You know, we're having this big party and we need some bitchin' tunes. <clears throat> look, look, I'll get your contact information. It's up to you to make a deal or something with them. You don't need to be hanging around here too much. Asking around for people and things like that, all right? It's not how things work around here. It's how you catch a random bullet or Get all your new yen stolen right from under your nose. People get shot here? Well, not here specifically, but, you know, it, it happens at a later date. We try to keep it off-premises. Look, I don't know why I'm telling you these things. I mean, you seem like a really, like, normal person that I can open up to and have a conversation with. But yeah. this guy behind you, I don't even trust him at all, man. Look, I mean, I'm, I didn't mean to upset you, and would I be hanging around with a guy that wasn't trustworthy? I mean, I get if he's your bodyguard. Is he your bodyguard? You could call me that. Well, you caught in an alleyway with your ugly bug all over it, all right? I have an axe. All right, sweetheart. She got Chad to take that from me and walk the door. He's a hologram. Your bouncer is a hologram. Okay, look. There's, uh, you should have thought this all through. Right, not, okay, it's okay. Let me get this contact information yes, for you and you get you out much. of here. He uh, goes back to the office, comes back out with like a notebook, rips a sheet of paper, slams it down on the bar. All right, will you get out of here? Get out of my bar, please. Yeah, thanks. All right, thank you. It smells weird in here. You smell weird. That's probably true, actually. I'm trolling out. <laughs> so you guys are starting to leave? Yeah. Your uh, endeavor of finding John Elrod wasn't too fruitful. But I got the contact information for Daikaiju. Give me a perception check as you guys walk back outside. Ten. <laughs> you can't really notice anything. Seems pretty peaceful. Forty-three. There was a car... Almost like a truck instead of an open bed. It had kind of like a canopy over it that was sitting and idling when you pulled up. It's still there, but with the windows rolled down and you see a couple of orcs wearing business suits, but they all have metal arms that have been like ripped through the business suits almost. And one of them staring right at you and Dash. Can I tell what kind of expression he has? Uh, it's an intent look like he's studying you too. Is everything e-cigarettes now? Is that what we said? He seems to be smoking a real cigarette. I'm going to approach because I do not have any real cigarettes. You approach the truck? Yes, in a friendly manner. Do you have etiquette? No. Okay, then go ahead and just give me a con. 48. I'm just going to kind of like nod my head. Hey man, you got an extra cig on you? Oh yeah, I might have one for you. That'd be super nice. I got this stupid e-cig. He pulls out a pack. 
hands it to you, pulls out a lighter, lights it for you. He looks at you, pulls the sunglasses down, looks at Dash. Is that your boyfriend over there? Boyfriend, bodyguard. It's a little unclear at this point. So is he, uh, like a troll or something? A bit of one, yeah. Does he got an ex? I mean, don't most trolls? I think that's a stereotype there, miss. I mean, I'm the one dating one, so... Is your name Alex, by chance? It is. And his name is Dash? Yeah. Who's asking? You see him pull a heavy pistol up to the window, really nonchalant and point at you. I think we need to ask you some questions. I think you need to get in the back of the truck. Can I get another cigarette? 